לבלי. סטיב, 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 So as you may hear, um, we were talking a lot last night and our voices have gone down maybe a whole tone. Yeah. We've had some Ooh. very good voices on this tour, but tonight we, we, we stayed up late and we talked loud and sang Oasis <laughs> at the end of the night. Yeah. But we sound really hot. We do, yeah. Hotter. I quite like yeah. it. Hotter than normal. Oh, we sound like bold. really serious and... Um, slow heart brooding we've got the batman thing going on. yeah maybe yeah. that's why batman has a voice like he does he yeah, was up all night singing oasis, oasis yeah man. he's yeah. a massive oasis alfred man. get the batmobile alfred get noel on the phone <laughs> get, get the oasis brothers back together anyway mate how are you i'm good i'm good <laughs> A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. musicians. I'm trying my best not to get upset. Uh, yeah, this week's guests are the super team, two of the mighty McFly and one of the devastatingly great Lost Alone. So I'm literally screaming in fangirl here. Listen, I've pulled my heart out to death on here about how much McFly means to me, being the gateway to my life of emo and soundtracking growing up. I was even... on 0.5% of their fans on Spotify wrapped. So uh, the, the, there we are. And Take Stephen Battelle and Lost Alone have been great friends to us in so many ways over the years, all being on their own episodes, all telling their own stories. But the one common theme is that their excitement around this songwriting and producing collective they have formed together called SideQuest. It's a new musical outlet where they're working with other artists. Danny is producing. They're getting involved with artists from all different subgenres and everything. 
And we thought it would be the perfect opportunity while they were touring together to sit down and have a unique conversation about everything going on, how this happened, and just the magic of music behind the scenes. We were both originally uh-huh. um, destined to go. Mm. And then what happened? Uh, I got real ill. Uh, oh. Real fucking ill. Like proper in bed for three, four days ill. It was awful. I had um, the mega cold, or as it's probably actually called, COVID, I'd imagine. Because uh, it was pretty bad. It was the worst cold I've ever Ooh. had post having COVID, and my COVID cold was real bad. Um, so, yeah, sadly, I couldn't make it. I am gutted I couldn't be there because you had a great time. It was lovely to see you get into um, Livia McFly fan dreams and have photos behind the drum kit. That was nice. <laughs> yeah, literally. I sent a little bit of jealousy there because in the intro, you didn't introduce me as my good friend Morgan Richards like you're doing everything. You just went straight Morgan Richards. Uh, so a little bit, yeah, little bit of resentment, is. is there? Yep, there is. A, there is a, um, sorry about but that. But yeah, I had such a wonderful day, not to rub it in, but literally. <laughs> well, you are rubbing it in. <laughs> as he alluded to, um, I, I'll tell more stories after this, but I got to have photos behind Harry's drum kit. And um, there was a bit where I was filming some stuff and like, oh my God, this is like crazy. And I looked at my left and Harry Judd is just standing there with his arms crossed like, Uh-oh. what are you doing? I, like, I didn't touch anything. I didn't <laughs> touch a single thing. But honestly, um, McFly lost alone. And that whole, whole touring party just made me feel such at home and had some brilliant moments throughout this backstage at the last day of the Power to Play tour in Nottingham. And throughout this conversation, we're just going to have a unique insight into the, all their own different perspectives on writing, the very different elements of McFly versus Lost Alone. Of course, they work together on McFly's latest album, Power to Play, and just like kind of what they kind of get from this collection now and seeing the artists they've worked with finally putting out music and the likes of Noah Fint and so much more. So yeah, it's a very unique treat and I'm, I'm very lucky and very pleased um, that we were able to do this. So shout out to James Hill, um, one of our yes. Patreon and member of the McFly team for um, making this happen as well. He, uh, he really looked after me that day, so I do appreciate it. But before we go into everything, Sean, uh, I know you've yes. been ill, but you've also been busy behind the scenes. And I believe there is news that is being announced today that you want to share with people. If I say it now... This is going to come out at 12 o'clock midnight, isn't it, technically? So there's 10 yeah. hours before the actual announcement. That's true. Um, so, yeah, the Black are announcing at 10 a.m. today. Opening supports for the tour are going to be announced. So go to at the Blackout on Twitter, at Blackout Music on Instagram, at 10 a.m. GMT. That's great Manchester. T- no, it's not. Um, <laughs> yes. It's uh, some in Meridian time. I can't remember. Greenwich, Meridian, Greenwich Meridian time. Anyway, UK, 10 a.m. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm on a stroke. 10 a.m. UK, the Blackout are announcing who their uh, opening supports are for our tour in February. Please go and check it out. I want to say a massive thank you to everybody who got a ticket for December the 30th, the Christmas, New Year, and Sean's finally 21 birthday party that's happening in Merthyr Tidville. Thank you if you got a ticket. If you didn't get a ticket... Also, we've recently announced we're doing Slam Dunk Festival, where we'll be playing our album, The Best in Town, in full. So, 
Go to theblackoutband.com for all your blackout needs. Tickets, t-shirts, merch. Think we still have 25% off on whatever merch is left at our store. And you are right. I have been doing a fuck ton behind the scenes. Too mm. much, pe- some people are saying. <laughs> I've turned it into Donald Trump. Some people are saying. Some people are saying. Some people are saying. Oh, that's a, the worst Donald Trump impression that's ever been done by. Some people are saying. Yeah, my Arnie. My Arnie Trump is better than my Trump Trump. Yeah, some people are saying that. Uh, I don't even know what some people are saying anymore. But yes, check out theblackoutband.com. <laughs> I am doing too much fucking work. That's what it was. Jesus Christ, my brain is all over the place because I'm doing too much work. I've taken on work that some people would be paid tens of thousands of pounds for. Uh, as Fall Out Boy would say, is this more than you bargained for yet? The answer yes. is yes. yes. Yes, it was. I thought, <laughs> how hard can it be? I want to do five friends, five shows with my friends next year around the UK. Can we sort that out? Yeah, you can. Yeah. All right, Sean, you've got to be social media manager. You've got to fucking be art designer. You've got to be booking agent. Now I've got to be a lawyer. I found out I've got to make contracts for the gigs so we can get insurance. We need insurance. I'm going to turn up. <laughs> Oh, bro, it's so many fucking jobs. Anyway, bless, please. Let's move. Like, I don't mind doing it for other bands. I'm getting paid. Like, yeah, I'm doing it with Future well. History. It's class. I love doing all the stuff for them. My own band, I'm like, it should be fucking piece of piss. It's not. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm. if I turn, I'm going to cry. <laughs> exactly. Let's move on before you actually break into tears. Please, uh, quick. <laughs> quick. <laughs> Head over to patreon.com forward slash Sapnin for the first look exclusive on news, bonus content, and everything we're doing behind the scenes. Share this episode in your Instagram stories and on the app formerly known as Twitter at SapninPod. But yes, let's get into this very unique and special look into songwriting, tour life, and some beautiful bastards that are Danny Jones, Dougie Pointer, and Stephen Patel on episode 263 of Sapnin Podcast. Yes, I'm looking forward to this one because I wasn't fucking here, so it'd be nice to actually... Ooh, <laughs> that's what was said, but yeah. Sapnin! Sapnin! That might be the most aggressive one I've done so far. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. Yeah. 
That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Sapnin! 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 So, listeners to this will know that this is a real treat for me. I'm joined right now by Mr. Stephen Patel, Dougie Pointer, and Danny Jones. Hi. All right. Hello, friends. <laughs> How are you guys doing? We're good. We, um, this is the backstage at the last night on the Power to Play tour with lost alone as mcfly's support yeah it's uh it's a day of happiness for me that this has been genuinely one of my favorite tours ever and huge sadness that it it is over tomorrow yeah mm-hmm. like I, I genuinely I, i'm i think that's quite a feeling probably shared by everybody like yeah i'm crying because it happened <laughs> not because it's over <laughs> yeah that's a nice way of putting it yeah I'm gonna, you thought it was a negative thing then, I didn't did you? for me. I was like, hold on, I'm crying because it happened. <laughs> if you, I just hate it, it. If you yeah. flip that saying, don't yeah. cry because it's over. Cry. Yeah. But if you go, I'm crying because it's happened. I'm crying because it fucking happened. <laughs> yeah. It's awful. It's the way, it's the way, because your voice is husky today, it felt negative. It, yeah. But it was positive. Mean. I know. I hope people don't think that this is our normal tone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're post- Morning Glory Oasis singing. Mm. Uh, this is this is not tour voice. This is one night of just, just, just Oasis catching up. Th- this is th- me and Steve. For me and Steve, this is one beer <laughs> and a lot of chat. <laughs> yeah. Like this is what you get nowadays. Um, I had uh, I was given wine and Seven Up, which I've not experienced before. And as then, a spritz, is that what that is? Kind of. Okay. <laughs> and then I was given a red thing. That tasted a like a Jolly Rancher sweets. Do you remember them? Yeah. Uh, and then I moved on to Doug's uh, non-alcoholic cocktails that he made, which were incredible. Which are, yeah, we've been L- out them. Literally incredible. Oh. Yeah. They're actually better than at drinking. Drinks. Better, well, better I mean, than... you know you're drinking a drink, but I mean, <laughs> I'll rephrase that. They're better than alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. Better than water, better than Coke. Like, it's just better than drinking. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know it's good for you. It's like, oh, I don't know, something about it. Mm. So by the way, Doug that mixes hit, it as well. Yeah. So what's the secret behind all that then, Doug? Doug's hands. It's just the way uh, he yeah. does it. Just um, magic. Just a lot of practice. Um, and um, I guess the secret is trying to make some kind of kick so that it, it, it within the drinks to slow you down otherwise it's just a nice juice with like lots of sugar and stuff so um yeah trying to get the, the balance right yeah well as someone who i've never i don't drink right i've never had any alcoholic oh, drink ever wow so i like the Whoa. idea that you've you've prepared all this yeah the, the, the bar the backstage bar has grown on this on this tour as we've gone on i've collected different uh spirits and, and mixes and stuff Oh, interesting. It is cool. Yeah. I'm enjoying it a lot. Well, this whole tour has been a long one for you guys in many ways, right? I was at the first night in Bristol. This is the last I saw night you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw you in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. I did think, because I was 
because it was so busy that I had to stand like on the stairs thing. So yeah. I did wonder like if I would catch you. Like, yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. James Hill got a very um, good but embarrassing video of me singing along to everybody knows as well. <laughs> cool. that, that I had to post everyone. Everyone's just been taking the piss out of me for it. But um, Love that. No, it's good, man. It's a good time. Love that. But how has it been for you? Because on the McFly side of things, you know, you guys are used to doing... I think like shorter tours in bigger venues. Mm -hmm. This is like the first time in forever where you've been out for like a month on the road solidly. So I'm sure it's been a whole different experience for you guys. And Stephen, I'm sure it's just being weird going to a new audience and seeing the McFly fan base embrace Lost Alone, take you in and winning people over. Yeah, I think we, we, um, I think touring is, is the most favorite part of the job for us. We've always, really really enjoy touring everything that we do in the studio in our in our mind we always got like oh what's this going to sound like live what we oh what, when when we come to do play this live we're going to put this extra bit in or that's got some crowd participation bit in it and um and, and when we play like arenas we feel a bit under pressure to play just all the hits yeah. because we know that not everybody in there is like a diehard fan but this tour was sort of um uh we called it power to play it was all that we pretty we're only not playing like three of the new album mm. i think um so it's all the new album it's a bunch of like deep cuts and um fan favorites and stuff and just stuff that works as a uh as a live show and as a just a awesome high energy set list um when we were putting the set list together we we're trying to think like what a, a dj does okay and to, to keep the energy and like give people a little bit of a break, like three quarters of the way through and then just like pound them at the end. Um, and there's, we also think it little, there's also little de details of like, here's the kind of em emo kind, more emo stuff. Let's, let's hit you with the first impression, which is on this tour, the message was power to play. Boom. Then you go a little bit more emotional. Then you go heart and then you, and then you have like a party section and then you're off onto the encore with like a celebration. So it's all these mm. little tiny segments. Yeah. Of like it was like we we didn't go like going <laughs> from all the other tours we've done is like chucking in a, a, a sincere song, like near the end yeah, or, or like, okay. so we get sincerity done sort of at the front end. You have like fun, 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 sincerity, fun, 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 party. Yeah, it's like trying to chuck everything into one chapter. You don't do it. You just have little sections of like, oh, this next bit's cool. And then let's take them down this road. This is part of this. And I think we, I think the fans, the feedback we're getting is that they're appreciating that and they can feel that too. And that's where it's like, ah, it matters. Like that stuff matters. Instead of just throwing a load of songs together. It's kind of a bold statement to try and put as many new songs into a set list that you have. I mean, you know, We've all gone and seen artists and you're just kind of like, yeah, 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 play, yeah, play yeah. the ones you know kind of thing. But people have really embraced this new album on this tour. And as you said, you've mixed it in with such kind of deep cuts and fan favorites, especially from like Radioactive and Wonderland and everything. It's just been kind of like a nice in-between from everything because people are enjoying the new songs, but then you're cutting straight into a song that they've wanted you to play live for like 10 years. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, think, yeah. I think we actually approached that really quite well, the best way we thought, and we were very aware that, you know, we've seen bands where we've seen the, you know, the new music, oh, come on, man. But it's like, we have moments where we can, 
well, we're proud of this album, and I feel like it, the way it the way it integrates itself and the way it's put together is quite clever. Like we can we can hit them with and live, like Dougie's saying, like the album is meant to be played live, and we knew that and we believed in that. And it's like, you know, I went to see um, we went to see Queens of the Stone Age the other day, right? And I'll be honest, I probably know three of their songs, but when I went there, my experience of all of their songs it was the experience i had that blew me away so i went back and had a deep dive into it all and now i'm like oh my god and it's that thing of like you need to see people live to understand the real true personality of a band and we knew that and our experience told us that but then we also don't ever want to forget that people need to hear stargo and people need to hear all about you but maybe this tour we can reinvent that and all about you became this kind of moment of like me and tom just jamming it and it's just free and it's like playing with the crowd and there's no pressure like doug said of this arena going it's all about you well like yeah, the thing this thing with like playing arenas and having to play the hits is that it's not like um like tempo wise then it's it's all over the place right yeah, so like yeah. the flow of a show yeah. is, is is really different and I, i've always been fighting that it, it it as long as the energy is up it doesn't really matter what song it is um and because of the, these venues are so small it's just, yeah there's no, there's no pressure we're just like Fuck it's it. similar to what uh los alone are doing in, in as a as a support is that having obviously it's great support like having friends on tour i don't even feel like it's a support it's just touring <laughs> with friends yeah, it's really good but fun. i remember speaking to usti about we could have done two three more songs but we put sections in to get the crowd going to get this going and and i think people you know appreciate i think that's so important i mean i think your set's been awesome on this tour because it it even though you are peppering it with hits it's about like you said it's the energy and you do get like you know your track three suddenly that's one that like is a massive hit from like you know earlier in your career but it just that just it accelerates the energy from what came before no one because i i always think like we've talked before about like doing loads of new tracks from a new album but this is the power to play tour and you guys are playing a smaller you know venues on purpose and it's the hardcore fans and they've embraced this record and i think you'd have a problem if you weren't playing this many songs mm -hmm. because there's no dip when you play a new track to one of your massive tracks from what i can see it's just energy it turns into more of a party yeah <laughs> yeah it's like that's like oh yeah and, and like you said you're always going to have some people even at these shows who are like here for like the hits but generally, I personally felt proud just being a, a small part of making your record. Like that, seeing like, you know, be, it's a weird perspective for me because I'm not in your band, but I was in the room when like certain lyrics like, um, I'm the number one to make bad decisions. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, and yeah. Like, I mean, then just like seeing a whole crowd sing that when it's not my band. Yeah. But I'm like, it just blows me. Yeah. I, I feel proud <laughs> of like, the just the little discussions we all had like back in the day like the talking about the possibility of this tour yeah talking about what kind of light in yeah so i've seen doing some, it, you know? i've seen some faces in the crowd as well get the like land of the bees riffs and stuff like that like I the face of like you know like that bad smell oh, face where you when you play <laughs> yeah, guitar yeah, like, yeah, 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 that, was, yeah, that yeah. was us at queens of the stone age <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Bad smell. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, yeah that's so true yeah and you I suppose these venues allow you to see the crowd in more individually rather than as a mass because there's less of them, but you see the impact it's having. And, I, and we believe that as soon as we got in the studio that we wanted to make, we had no pressure on this album. We just wanted to make something that was replicated us as a band. 
live <laughs> and puts <laughs> bums on seats and sells yeah, tickets. Totally and does that, yeah. Instead of, you know, trying to trying to get on radio and think how commercially we can sell this. I think going straight from us and hitting the fans with what they wanted as well or what they think or what they didn't know they needed. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but you've absolutely you've nailed it with all of that, especially. But Stephen, how different has it been for you being on that two sides of it where you're kind of proud seeing these new songs, you guys, you're playing one of them on the stage with the guys, yeah. but then having to like not win over the fans, but have a, a, that new audience. That it, you kind of kind is, of, it kind of is winning over and I, I relish that actually. Yeah. Um, I love doing our own shows. But not to say it's easy, but it is easier to walk out when everybody already knows and that you just put, you know, even just for example, when I walk out on this stage, the first thing I do is get the entire crowd to put their arms up and then do the whole, you know, like the, the I can't do it because I've got a drink and you can't see me, but <laughs> I get them to do stuff. And it's like, that can fail massively when you're the support band. And if you do that first song and it fails, you just kind of ruin your whole gig. But I'm, so I'm really enjoying the, going out every night kind of I always think about less you sat in a room like this we are now in a small dressing room um, and you're just with your friends and out there is like a baying mob of people who kind of don't really want to see you they want to see the main band and I love the fact that just me and my friends walk out and just go we're about to absolutely have it and you are going to be by the end end of this set you're going to be singing a song that you don't know yet and I that's my satisfaction and when I know I've won the crowd is when in the last song on this tour, the whole crowd sing every, like a whole chorus that they've not, you know, 90% of them have not heard Lost Alone, I think, on this tour. And that's why I love this tour as well. We've done tours before where people are familiar, they might not like us, they might love us. This tour feels like a huge amount of people. They might have a bit of name recognition because I've like, you know, been hanging around with the guys for a couple of years. But like, <laughs> but, you know, like but in, in general, um, it could not have gone better for us, to be honest. I mean, the reaction's been amazing. Um, I don't take that for granted, but we've, like the guys, we worked very hard in our rehearsal about going, we've got 40 minutes. We're probably playing 29 minutes worth of music. The rest is just left for like what we call Rogue Steve, which is just <laughs> for me to like, I've got the time to win an audience with, with my You're charisma. You've giving yourself 11 minutes no, to I know. play with the I crowd. Know. I know, I know. That's not a long wow. time, but I, very but precise I, though. No, do you know what my most my most proud thing on this tour is? I've got a clock on my pedal board. I see and, that. And every yeah. night, even when I, I'm, I'm rogue, I'm, so I'm off the guitar. Rogue Steve is when I, I now put, I've never done this on any other tour, yeah, and I'm yeah. addicted because I've always wanted to basically be Freddie Mercury, and so I now twice in the set don't have a guitar, and I go rogue with a secondary mic, and I can walk around like and conduct the crowd. It's the it's my favorite thing ever. But I do have a clock on the last song. Um, every night I've been taking the crowd to different places like we went to the Forest Moon of Endor we've been to Lapland just whatever I'm feeling that night I take them there but then the idea is I'm trapped there and they need to help me escape via singing my song to me anyway um, but I have this clock and my favourite thing is uh, Ian the production manager we have to bring it in on time and I bring it in not just on time but like very specifically I I do the last thing when it hits yeah so it, like and I, and I like, I know it's a bit like weird thing to like, but I love that your crew appreciate that. Like, like, cause it, it's sometimes support bands are just like, they'll just be like going over and stuff. But I love walking off to Ian with his little torch and going, right mate. It's very satisfying to me that we have an awesome show and we also bring it in so specifically yeah. on time. 
I just find a great pride in that. That's great. It's, it's really fun. But, you um, are a very quick uh, load on, load off band and very precise. Like the mic, the, I love the fact that the, the drums are all mic'd up. Yeah. Like before they're even set up. As are in individual pieces. Yeah, we, we, we have it. We, it is a weird thing and I don't know why. We've, we've obviously done a lot of headline shows but we, we've always really enjoyed like being a support band that the, not only the other band but the crew will go, oh, okay, awesome. We're not going to have any trouble here. These guys are like, we, we really like that. We like the fact that like we're just off stage quickly and like we, it's, you come in you absolutely own an audience and you win a, you know, hopefully a large percentage of them and then you're gone. <laughs> you just, it, there's no trace of you. <laughs> you, you, li- you literally just gone and people are like, what just happened? Like, and then they obviously watch, it's, it's really fun. I, I, I love seeing it live, which is we play, you get a few like, you know, online things and then obviously the guys are on so there's nothing coming through because obviously everyone's watching you and then I love at like 11 p.m. It's when I know the amount of like new people that just start hitting our socials and all over and then the next morning that at the end of the day, apart from just being amazing to be on tour with my friends and, and, I, and also personally, I've really liked that. Like my best friends from back home, my band and my friends, everyone's getting on. It's, it's nice. Yeah, when, yeah. It's nice when you, you, you want your friends to like, like each yeah. other. I've loved that. But um, yeah, I'm really satisfied with the fact that we've picking up a lot of, of these guys fans. Um, and talking to Tom about it last night, actually just saying like, on paper, maybe you would never have thought that. Like no, if we didn't no. know each other, you wouldn't go put these bands together. But actually what Tom said was that we both kind of don't really fit in, in our own world. Mm. We're supposed to be a bit more in this kind of like heavier thing, Kerrang world. And we got lumped in with emo and stuff. And you guys have been putting pop and everything. Yeah. And actually what both of us are is really good pop rock. Like, mm. Enter, and, and entertaining yeah that's coming for a show that, that was what um because we've we've obviously we've had countless amounts of, of different support acts and we can never really like nail like who is the right fit we're like oh like i guess that solo artist yeah let's put like an acoustic thing on before that's you know uh people were coming to see songs like all about you and and everything and then uh, then we go out and we're actually more of a rock band than a pop act and i feel like the first song we're still warming people up and obviously like new lost alone love lost alone but then um they did uh you were doing the mike m tour and watching all those videos back so that again like not their audience and watching all the crowd participation stuff i was like that's what we fucking need yeah. before we go on so like even our playlist and everything before is all shit oh, like no- nostalgic shit people oh, can yeah, sing yeah. along to people are commenting on that playlist like people have literally said to I, me I, that I, playlist and I was like I think Doug did that I, 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 I took a lot of time it's properly good it's, it's, it's the like, one with like Taking Back Sunday and all that on oh no that's a different it's oh, a different okay. one uh, that was what we had that one for like You've 10 years yeah, 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 yeah this yeah, new right. one is like and, and when you get to uh, Living on a Prayer and and the volume increases a little bit it's in time yeah so it goes you have like a bunch of cool 80s sing-along rock stuff uh and then when it gets to uh bohemian rhapsody which we got from um green day because mm. that worked in a stadium oh, that, yeah, was, that was so yeah. rad I think they got that from queen i think yeah, yeah i think they got that from i don't know um and then uh living on a prayer ymca yes. uh, and then we're on and obviously before that we have lost alone warming everyone up I mean, and the 
first show we played that you you came to our dressing room was like right behind yeah. the stage like we could fucking hear everything and hearing the crowd get involved in lost alone stuff on that first night i was like oh thank god yeah it's fucking worked <laughs> we, we were right that's awesome i didn't know i didn't know you guys could hear us like playing it i think that's what makes our tour special is that as soon as you're in the room it's it's, it's thought of so like even the playlist like it's all a build up towards what's coming in the show and it's like yeah I want to get into scent next <laughs> yeah. I, want, I want to be pumping the room full of like some kind of scent right what's going to be like that um, Aerosmith yeah. ride in Disney you know like, or Universal yeah you know, like, I like, when, I like immersive room, even in, when you're in the queue yeah. you know and you're getting the, the stories about Aerosmith and all that we might start doing that at the show like, in the queue cool. that'd, that'd be sick that'd be cool, yeah. we, did, we did look into that once about yeah, like trying to decorate the um uh, like the halls and the bars and yeah. and stuff. Oh, wow. It was just really like expensive. Yeah, yeah, I might steal that for, for our tour. <laughs> we, <there's pictures laughs> we could do that for like an anniversary thing or something maybe. What you should, what you should do for the Lost Alone tour is get information about McFly. That'd be a good idea. Yeah, yeah. just me, yeah. me, just me, me, me photos of me as like a, a, a like a narrator with a mic like this going, good evening, you are wa- you're welcome to the Lost Alone tour. Tookie Pointer was born in like a tour guide. Yeah, like yeah, I'd love to be. A t- if I wasn't a, 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 a rock star, I, I would love to be a, a tour guide. Wow. You can tell the whole story about uh, where you know. So Dougie's. Uh, let's go back to the audition, and you can you can understand how Dougie was feeling. Uh, yeah, there was he, a bin outside. Uh, this bin is a a replica of the one he puked in before he came in, and Dougie, and then. He didn't give up at that point. He still came into this room. He thought he saw it was over. Yeah. He went back home. Took, he went to bed. He thought, well, that was my chance at rock and roll stardom. But then he received a call. Please come back, Doug. We think you might be the one, but you really do need to learn more of that Billie Jean song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that I played on repeat. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if I got maybe say more. You know, it's, it's very accurate. And maybe say more than two words. No, that, that, that I, was that going, was I was going for mysterious. Oh, right. yeah. mysterious. Yeah, it worked. It worked, didn't it? it did I was going for the John Deacon. Yeah, he went so John Deacon. <laughs> I mean, and you, and you have wrote hits like John. I just, I just wish they were as big. <laughs> to be fair, John Deacon has wrote bigger hits than Freddie Mercury, actually, which is just insane. Queen's biggest hit, another one bites the dust. Queen's biggest airplane, America. You're my best friend. Both John Deacon songs. Cool. Sorry, we're just going to acknowledge. Do you know what I love the most about him is <laughs> is now he's a recluse. He he he's, could he could have the greatest like book documentary. I mean, he is he's a member of Queen. He's not like an Adam. He's a, a full on songwriter member of Queen. Him and Freddie Mercury are close. He has not since Queen ended officially in ninety one, which that is when Queen ended. Just to be clear. Um, he he's not done a single interview and he's bought three houses on either side of him in Putney so he owns them all so no one can get close wow he that's just, a he just, poor move that's a monopoly yeah and, move. and he's still a, he's still a like a, it's still his company so all what they do he still makes the money but he's no Rich. interest in it he's so in, not no interest in that's anything. my hero <laughs> and he won't talk about it and one of his sons is a YouTuber and the only kind of um, there's been a couple of sightings of him but one was his son on YouTube and you just hear in the background and it's got so many views. He went, Callum, dinner. And it's John Deacon shouting down for his dinner. Yes. That's like the most he's That's spoken in like 30 years. Wow. But I just love the fact that you know all of that knowledge. To I know fair. So yeah, literally. Steve's uh, a, a queenologist. Oh yeah, 100%. Well, you're sort of a rockologist really. You know, um, 
I think I'm a rockologist, but with the specialist subject being Queen. Mm. Queen and their solo projects and their personal lives. You should do like, uh, was it Mastermind? Is that where you get to see yeah. it? Well we've we've joked about wanting to do Battelle versus Jason Perry and argue who's better between Rush and Queen. But well, then obviously no argument, but. but you two would just argue for ages. So well, see, J- Jason doesn't know as much mm. as uh, about Rush as Steve does about yeah. Queen. And also for I, saying that, I think you'd just intro them and then you won't get a word in no, that's the thing. we could just leave for an hour yeah. 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 Just, it's exactly. an easy work it's, it's easy, easy work yeah. that's John Deacon <laughs> John the, yeah, see the John Deacon mindset but I, I love how all these worlds are combining and just uh, the love in between everything combining yeah is it, forming I into like one that. is that a word no combining not I don't combined. think there's a D in there. no, sorry I, I didn't pack that, pick that up to be to be awful okay. I just liked it and wanted to remember you can have that because I think it's combining but combining actually to Cause, me cause is binding. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, binding you've come, you've come yeah. and you've binded me <laughs> oh, I've obviously done that on purpose yes yes but no, I, we, I wanted to have this conversation with you guys because you've all been on individually but you've all talked about writing with each other with it being this album power to play or for other artists now and we're seeing a lot of the music starting to come out of the work you've been doing with and you've even got a name now for this collective and, and writing group with, uh, we, we have yes yeah, it's crazy we are <laughs> <laughs> are we going are we going to say the, the 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 name we we settled on or do we want to tell them about the, oh, the name the, before the, the other name oh, yeah, please, oh. please tell us but yeah we were called Danger Zone. We were called Danger Zone. Nice. We were actually called it. Because... We referred to ourselves as it. Because of the song, you know, Danger <laughs> yeah, yeah, Zone. Yeah, yeah. And you write into the Danger ah. Zone. And we thought we were being really clever. And we were... We always felt a little bit more dangerous when we were together. Mm. It was just something in the air. We, we, we were dangerous, weren't we? Yeah. <laughs> and we were going to wear, like, pilot helmets and stuff and keep our identities secret. Again, like, kind of John Deacon, oh, you wow. know. Everything comes back to Deacon. Yeah. Um... But we settled on side quest because we're nerds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it feels quite apt because we do all have a massive other passion in our lives, like that, that is our yeah. our main quest or our quest. Our quest. <laughs> our quest. <laughs> our quest. <laughs> um, no, it's main story. That's main, ma- yeah, main yeah. story, and then side quest is is this. Is this, and it, and it's something that um, is so nice and organic because it wasn't like anybody forced us to do something that we didn't need, we just so enjoyed mm. being in each other's company and making music it just felt very natural sorry a bit of this ginger just got stuck in my throat <clears> throat> um, <laughs> it just felt very natural didn't it like that we it, the, the the rules of side quest mm. or the rule is it has to be fun <laughs> yeah, if it's yeah as in fun. like if, if if any of us were like because if any of us were like Oh God, we've got to get a side quest today. It just won't be a thing because the point is we just laugh and make awesome music with yeah. like cool people and we do really enjoy being mm. in the room together and, and also I, th- I think however it happened, we just really make sense together like... Yeah, everyone brings something different. Yeah. I think that's what's cool about it and we're not all trying to do the same job. Well, you've all three of you have got different kind of influences and, and backgrounds yeah. in, in between the, the music and your releases anyway but... I've brought it up before because every time I've seen one of you posting about it on your stories with whoever you work with, you all just seem like you're having so much fun with yeah, this. Yeah. It seems like there's a lot of pressure off because it's not one of your own kind of things you're working you know with what someone it else. It, 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 I think personally for me, part of it is frustration of like, I'm not saying we're going to help everyone and get 
hits and all that but i want people to have fun making music and do what they believe in and stick to it there's a lot of stuff that's contrived or someone else's dream or whatever and we see it so often that they think that that's the right thing for them and and and, you know some people out there get good advice and bad but what we can bring is our experience and from being in bands from being and doing it and still doing it not just have done it we're still doing it we're still living it and we're still in it and we know people and and if we can give new artists artists that are you know still at it that have lost their way whatever we're here for you side quest is here for you <laughs> we are because we're, we're like just to bring back the love of music again and because you can get in a rut thinking about this thinking about that and you get too business minded or you get too this but the core of it is if you have a good song everything everything works out if it connects with you if it connects with the fans that's success doesn't matter how big or small it is yeah Yeah, I think you're right like maybe some other teams and stuff that do that as their main story are like they're going for the hit so maybe some of the artists right uh, opinions and feelings towards it aren't really in it it's not yeah and I think doing it that way we get to the good stuff quicker like we we tend to not do just one days as well we don't like that do we we like to get to know the artist because the first well, day, that's, that's the, the first day we can't thing. shut we can't shut Steve up. You mm. know what I mean? We don't get any stuff done. Clearly, 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 so we need a day just for Steve's chat. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of chat. There's a, there's a lot. I, I I like to get everything out on the table day one. Like my entire biography, likes dislikes. Then I like to get their biographies. Um, I mean, the dream would be to do like someone's, you know, full EP, like, like get their real, album yeah. done, really kind of like nurture the the artist. I was going to say that that's the only frustrating thing is we really we enjoy doing it so much as we do like three days and we're like, well, fuck, I, I could do this for like another we're month so, or we're so. so like, into that artist, yeah. and we really embed, we, we get, we become like part of their they're like world and then it's like that's oh. another rule though of ours yeah. another rule of ours if we don't think we can get that immersed into it then it's not a goer yeah we, we just don't like, we, we need to get it. fully involved fully believe in it because it is a lot of our one it's a lot of our time it's a lot of our effort a lot of emotional kind of things we want to get it is, emotion, it is emotional as well the, the thing I've found the nicest so far um, as well as like genuinely I think there's six or seven of my favourite songs I've been part of like there's genuinely really amazing songs that, that aren't out yet and but all great dropbox the drop yeah <laughs> it's, it's stunning yeah. it's stunning um but i think i really like that pretty much all the artists we work with so far i like their feedback to us which is like we've had this isn't like normal writing sessions this has been so much fun and I've got an awesome track. I mean, I, would, I wouldn't like it if they were like, we just had a great time, but yeah. thanks for having fun. We got to come down to the McFly studio. Yeah. But it's actually that they're, and, and it goes from what Danny said at the start there, which is we come from like, you know, a different world um, to, to right now, which is a lot of going into rooms quite small and there's a laptop and somebody's, and I'm not, I'm not saying this about everybody, but it's quite sterile about here's what's big at the moment. Oh, you're a, you're a 19 year old girl. Cool. This is what you should be. But what we do is people come into like a studio where an awesome records has been made with gear. And then the first thing we do is want to know all about them. And, and I think we get that from having worked with producers in the past who the first thing about making music is not like, cool, here's a backbeat and like now write lyrics. It's about trust and making that person feel like this is like a safe place to completely express themselves. 
and not hold anything back. And my favorite thing is when somebody will say to us, no, no, I, no, that's not me. Because then you know, oh, I, this is an honest situation and we will go towards them because um, that's not always the case. And so that's my favorite thing that I feel like in like the first hour, we just get to know somebody so well, immerse ourselves. And then because there's no ego from us, we're just trying to get them out of the room with the thing that they go away with going, that's the thing I've always wanted. And that, that yeah, makes and me feel so good. All we're relying on for us is we make sure we chase that feeling. As long as we get feeling from the music, then we've done our job. Yeah. Well, we just had no offense on the podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah, and we yeah. were talking to him about the, the session and going in writing our song with you. And he was saying just like how relaxed you made Noah feel in the terms of like, oh, there's no like rush. Like if a song needs an extra day, it needs an extra yeah. day. Like we can, we can get there kind of thing. And they hadn't had that kind of mindset before. So I feel like you've all been in those situations where maybe you know, you've all dealt with major labels and deadlines and people telling you like, oh, you should go down this route or this, this is trendy or whatever. So how nice is it when you're with someone now and you can just be like, no, no, don't listen to all that. Like, mm. let's just focus on the song because this is the fun bit rather than it's their job to worry about the release date, mm -hmm. not yours. Do you know what? It, it, well, it's, it's that thing, isn't it? Like, Rome wasn't built in a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but did, someone said something really cool the other day and I hope I get it right, but you don't shout at a bud when it's not a rose. Is that right? Nice. You're not shouting at it going, come on! <laughs> yeah. It's got to like, it's got to grow and become beautiful and become this thing and I, I think, think Jason was like that with us. That was what was so great working with Jace for the very first time on our third album that it was a bit more relaxed. And if I think he felt the vibe wasn't right in the studio, he would be like, right, okay, cinema trip. And we'd all just go to the <laughs> cinema for a little while and come back a bit happier. And uh, he was so, he just made it fun. That's why he's still... Well, look, at, look at the greats as well like Brian, um Eno you know and um oh what's the uh the guy you like Rick Rubin oh yeah oh, you yeah, know yeah, all yeah. these guys are like they're, they're massive on setting an atmosphere to atmosphere. be creative yeah and it's a playground to be creative and that's what it should be there shouldn't be no thinking about how it's gonna be on the outside yet it's like, let's just create something fun in here create and the feeling if, if yeah. the four of us are like this is amazing that's once all four of us go yes this is amazing that's good enough for the world and then you're all because you're always going to have opinions on anything anyway so it's like creating that atmosphere that's like doesn't have to be rushed let's let's nurture it and you can then because what i find personally is i come i then if i give things time i come back as a listener not a writer and I think that's massively important. I'm not in the zone where I'm like producing it and trying to write it and think of overthink stuff. Yeah, yeah, I actually come yeah. back a few days later and I'm, I'm just listening to it going, oh, that's cool. And, and your brain works differently. It's completely different when you're a listener. And that's when you really can get, you, you forget about how hard it was to get a certain lyric. Yeah. And sometimes your brain goes, I don't want to change that lyric because it worked really hard on it. You come back going, that lyric didn't work. Let's change it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as well, you guys are kind of that, you have three different mindsets away from their mindset as well. So it's all those fresh perspectives, 100%. But just for like argument's sake, say now you've all lost a bet and you have to write a song with me, right? You're not doing that out like you're not doing that willingly. Come on. Um, <laughs> how 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 would you go about a session? Is it kind of like right, Morgan, have you got any ideas? I'll do it right now. Do it right. <laughs> if you just if you just walked into the room now, we'd not met you. 
first of all, like we wouldn't even say anything about music. We yeah, first of all, Daddy would be like, "Let's do the tour," or Doug, whoever's there, take you around the studio, make you feel like welcome. I'd go on the tour for the offer a drink, obviously tea or whatever. Would you like a massage? Yeah, yeah. There's always a massage happening upstairs. But but genuinely, the first thing that we'd be doing is just sitting down and just going, "How's it going? Like, what you've been up to? Like, what's like? Tell tell us what you've been up to. What's your vibe? And what? And have you got any ideas? What do you want to write about today? Like, yeah. And tell us what you're about. Like, yeah. what do you want to tell us? What do you see yourself? Play us music that you like that we maybe have like. We'll go. Oh, we know that. Or no way. What is this? And we're suddenly super inspired by something that mm. they've bought in. We've never That's heard massive, before. Actually, I feel like it's it's almost like let's put all of our ingredients out on this table and then before we cook anything and that, it's that, that, yeah. that yeah, it literally is that like, what have you got what have you brought with you some what have you got from yeah, 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 yeah. my favourite thing with the with the the younger ones is they'll bring um, like a an <laughs> that make me laugh with younger artists is is uh, they'll have like a a reference or something of, a, of another artist that they really love and we'll listen to it and go well holy shit that's well, that's just one song. Yeah, it's just that, that one song and they've got no other songs like it. We're like, well, that's that's just Deftones. And then they've <laughs> yeah. never heard of Deftones before. So we spend all day listening oh, wow. to, to okay. Deftones yeah, yeah, yeah. and their yeah. mind is like blown. <laughs> and then and then our minds are like reblown about how good Deftones are and like yeah. the, the, that so drum true. sound on so is it Digital Bath that has the amazing um, snare sound. It's still, it's still the best sound, snare sound it's in the just, world. That, that's so true though. We rediscover artists we've loved for years through someone else's eyes who they've never heard of this thing that to us is like just in the ether yeah it, we just it's just part of the fabric and 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 then they're like you can't believe because it is weird like a 19 year old maybe doesn't know the first couple of deftones records nah. why and it's not that they, why would they like as, as we're talking about now suppose the first thing we do is i uh, just get aligned just yeah. get aligned with the with the person that's the artist that's in the room, and just get vibed and and excited by music. Yeah, and that's the first step to what we do. And it, and it's the first like sometimes first couple of hours is just like going. We're just we're relentless. The three of us are like no wait this this, and it's like just it's going hard like onto like getting excited vibe, and then it's always like what I really enjoy is that they the artist doesn't often know this is happening. But, and I, I definitely do this. I don't know if you guys do, but I'm making notes of like, if they just tell us a story, I'm like that line or that was awesome for the jump off point. And then I'll always say something like, you know, when you mentioned that thing the other day about what happened to you at that train station, how about like the song yeah, is about yeah. this? Yeah. I always really oh. like to do that. And then Danny and Doug, you've already like got an instrument or something. And you've like, you've found something in what they're saying to like stop mm. a building a riff or, or something. But it, it, it's almost like, I don't know, like, we're like doctors of rock. Like, they don't realise we're diagnosing them during that first hour. <laughs> and then halfway through it, we start curing them. But it's also trying to get, yeah, it's true that. And it's it's, it's also guiding them to, we, I, we never overthink this, but guiding them to something that's going to be original. And that's the most difficult thing. And the way we do that is exactly what Doug said, like, listening to their references, then us going back to like, well, that's old school, that, blah, blah, blah suddenly you've got five. So like the, the the typical thing is you go, I look at Springsteen, I look at Bonnie Vare, I look at War on Drugs, I look at all these people and then I look at who they are influenced by. Oh, Bob Dylan, this, that, blah, 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 all the, and then suddenly all of those things combined into one is what makes it original. Yeah. And that's yeah. what you kind of cooking. So that's yeah. what back to your point, if we were writing a song with you, that's right. what we'd have done. But I, I love that fact that you'd go in through that thing because I'm sure 
you've all been in situations where if you're writing with someone else, it's like, okay, cool, what have you got? I've got this riff, like, and you're just trying to get her off the bat. And that that point about trying to make it original, I think, is very refreshing as well because one example I can think of is every kind of emo y rock band maybe seven, eight years ago all tried to sound like 1975 mm. because they were the big band at the time and all the labels were like, we need more like this. And in retrospect, now it didn't work. It's, especially. The, it's the biggest mistake yeah. any artist makes is trying to be like the current biggest thing yeah. because they're already the current biggest thing. And what really you need to become is you need to become the thing that everyone tries to copy. And if you try and become the current, they've already done it better than you. Like they're <laughs> yeah. already big. I mean, that, that, like, the nineteen seventy five thing is is still it's a, still, a, a still a thing. Yeah, we uh, struggle yeah. with that a little bit. They're, like they're, everybody, they're still such a a big, amazing band, and and still appeal to a young audience, and all the kids just want to be them. But their sound is so original. It's such a great idea. I think writing at the moment, like. Like a multi-story car park, and you're trying to find that one space that's not filled. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah well, yeah. you're saying, yeah. You're like going, oh, that's oh, there's a space there. No, yeah. it's a small car. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's pop punk. Yeah. It's player. Yeah. And then suddenly you go, oh, there's a face. There's a space that's not yeah. been filled there, you, and that's what you're just constantly looking for. Yeah. And then that's because I think. The the first hour is thinking about like as we're talking out loud, it's probably the most important part well, of the session. It's so integral. Not even because touching we, the computer or any instrument. Exactly. Like, and yeah. before we've even asked you what you've got and what you've brought. Because until we're all aligned and know about you and know about where you want to be, or we we we're all then thinking in the same kind of world of like the same goal is what we're gonna go for. Then you play as a riff. Our brains are in that world or in that thing of like, we know where we need to get that riff to. Yeah. And here's mm. the road and we'll f- try and find it. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. It's just so nice to hear how 
excited you all are about this and just working with people. But, you know, it, I think it's definitely giving you all a new lease of life and love and doing this thing. Obviously, you bring that back to your other projects as well. But if you compare it to like, say, a side project, like, you know, you all have, you've, you've either done like solo albums or you've played with other bands before in the past. Do you think this feeling of writing for other people is completely different than say the three of you were to do like a secret project together and like uh, that be a band the fact yeah, it, that it does to me yeah well, that, that, completely it, different. we'd be like overthinking it yeah. and and the kind of the we'd be the artist again yeah, like yeah you know that that's the key we're not the artist yeah. and that's the fun part for me is like the fact that it's it's us three adding an ingredient to us really like the the artist who comes in and we get to like become part of their artist world for a day or three days um and i i just love that it, it's for me it's nothing we could not compare like i've done two solo albums this is this is nothing like that that's that's an expression of like me and a certain mood and like very personal this is me with like two amazing friends who love music like we found each other obviously you guys found each other a long time ago but <laughs> i found you two you two found me and we're just like this is random that it, it doesn't i don't take for granted that we just and and, and the other guys in your band as well like that we just got on so well it, it yeah. isn't normal we've, we've all met lots of people and then for to have this as a like i would have been really sad if like power to play it had ended and we were just like that was cool like yeah see catch you later like yeah. you're like yeah uh, the fact that and I, and I do think probably hopefully speak for all of us when i say this but i do think that that that's kind of before we even met any other artists part of the want to do this was we enjoyed being together and we were almost searching for something so like how can we keep this yeah as yeah. a thing that we do so that is an excuse really <laughs> it's just an excuse that, yeah. yeah it's just a big excuse i think also we as a band we went through a hiatus right yeah um but you know and i see it if i compare it in my brain to like a sports person like a footballer if you don't play football when you're not in a team when you come back you're not gonna be fit yeah yeah you you know you're gonna be a shit footballer (laughs) and i think this is a way of like keeping not not it's not a way of protecting i think i think it's how do you refine your art even more and keep going at it so that when you come and do your thing, you've got all this knowledge and all this experience and you've been there and you're in it and you've got to be in it and live it and breathe it and everything like that. And it only makes you better, doesn't it? So I think that's, we, I see it like that as well. Yeah. Because I want to, I want to produce when I'm not producing the band. Yeah, yeah. You know, I want to get, learn new tricks because I know eventually it's going to help the band because then I'll have this thing to bring in and I'm not saying... I love our relationship we have with Jason because he I don't have to do the whole album because I want I'm in the band he's like mate Jonesy be in the band on the piano but <laughs> I can't help but produce a few of the songs you know which is enough for me that's cool that's yeah. great yeah. well I was going to ask how this started because you know after Power to Play but you've just answered that because you just wanted to kind of keep it going and keep hanging out and stuff but Stephen you'd done this kind of thing before where you've written with producers and you've been kind of that guy they call in to, yeah. to come in were you looking for something like this again or did it no, just not, a not, certain conversation just happen for it not to at be? all not at all i mean my band my band's obviously in a different situation to to the guys um where 
I do my band and songwriting kind of almost now equally. Mm. Uh, obviously, my band's my life. Is yeah, yeah. I, I can't. You know, it's just what I love. But um, when I got into songwriting a few years ago, that's what I do. So I was not looking for this at all. And it was just, just like I said, it, it was purely that like, almost like with the end, like the same as the end of this tour, as we got towards like, I was so proud to be part of their record, like unbelievably proud. But I was starting to feel a bit sad of like, oh God, like it's, it's done. <laughs> and then, and then we, we just naturally would like to go down the studio together. And then it was like, why are we not just like, see, I, I wasn't looking for this in any way, but it just felt like um wrong not to pursue something that it a is fun and b i i can't believe what a buzz i'm getting from like a just being in the room together and b like when noah announced his album like two days ago and i was just like oh one of our tracks is on that and, and it's a different feeling to do your own thing because you're not you're not the person fronting it but you're like i know a for noah who i think's super talented and like such a lovely person but like, I just love the fact that Noah came down for a couple of days a few months ago and now there's like a massive campaign going on around <laughs> a record and we're part of it. And, and I, I feel super proud of that. Like that, like I said, these guys have wrote songs for massive artists before and, and I've got songs with other people. But again, it's the thing of like, this thing that we did as, did as a bit of like, oh, we want to carry on. We're now actually seeing it like going to come out and those songs are going to mean something to Noah's fan base. And so you get a whole other thing where now there's other people in a completely different world starting to get affected by songs that we've like come up with, with Noah and, and other artists we work with. That is just like another tentacle of ours, like going to a place it never would have been. So yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's just, it's well, cool. you know, even our first release with Lou, awesome. like yeah. just hearing it and seeing him put the artwork to it and yeah. do all this promo around socials and that. And it's just a buzz. And, and, to see him happy with, but again, that was like, that was a pretty quick turnaround. Like we, quick, we, we yeah. didn't send that even to mixing, like mixed it and master it ourselves. And it's like, off it goes. And it's like, I was completely like losing sleep over like, mate, I, I remember calling you going, I could do that mix better. And that's that thing of being in it so much yeah. that you lose sleep over it but I'm always like that when I'm I, I, I love sending it off to somebody else to mix I'm like just you know mix it for me but um, that one was fully like can you mix it and master it I'm like I, I, I'm literally you, I'm I mean, literally googling how, how what's what's the what's, what's the mixing? what's mixing of, of Spotify <laughs> yeah. uh, mastering it was like minus do you remember looking yeah, at li the, literally, the, the, yeah. the loudness meter going I think it's minus between minus 14 and minus 9 like with master it's mad but yeah, um, yeah. I've done that before but it's like getting it right for Spotify because it's different for iTunes and all yeah. these it's, mad. it's yeah. just mad and yeah. it was just great fun to help him because you know smaller budget all of that stuff to help Lou out and see because he, he's really good and he's a great guy and he um, and I think as well like Danny saying there that the, the, the lack of the loss of sleep Danny had shows as well I think that even though we say this is side quest and, and we do have other main things it doesn't mean we don't put like a billion percent into when we fall in love with one of these artists because they're just so lovely and we make this thing together. All we want is for them to have like absolute success with it. And we want it to be the best it can possibly be. That's why I think we're so keen to like do EPs and albums because then we can go everyone that we booked out. Yeah, and yeah. we can fully, you know, get involved in it. Well, it, it, from this conversation, it seems like that's like the next logical step. 
for you guys. Just the, yeah. the way the feeling I'm having from you talking about this is you would love to be that producer or that that yeah. like team behind someone's someone. person. Someone's yeah, team. someone's yeah. Jason Perry. In yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like that that may be not like not goal, but I think that is something you guys are definitely trying to no, do, do it, next. It definitely is because we all come from bands that like still love albums. When that's not the most fashionable thing to, you know, the focus is now a lot more on the single songs. But we love making a record to be able to be like, okay, guys, cool. You've all got some time aside from your own, you know, McFly lost alone. These four weeks, you're in with this girl who you've, you know, bonded with and love, and you're making her thing. So to immerse yourself in that world, like, like Doug was saying earlier, it's the hardest part sometimes is like, getting, you know, you've got another artist two days later who you're probably going to fall in love with again. But to, to, we really, when, we're not dialing this in. We fall into their world and just love it and immerse ourselves. I think also what's exciting about collectively coming together like this and calling it a side questing is that there, there is still a lot of shitty perception about when you put, you know, it's Danny from McFly, it's Dougie from McFly. You know, it's, it's that thing of like, they think they're going to get something. You know, yeah, an association. But, but yeah. we, I mean, the work we've been doing. I mean, and listen and, to and Noah's track. You would never. No, people, <laughs> you know, no one would ever believe people would that. Never that, think no. that like like you guys would be like a driving force behind a track Which like is, that. You in, know. in a sense, why I love it because I'm like that's the point. This yeah. proves a massive point to like a lot of perception. I think. Oh yeah, and like, and I'm not saying like you know like. It's not coming from, it's not coming from people or like, for example, we went, I don't know who it's coming from, but I feel like there's a lot of like, it, it maybe in management and, and that world, it's more like that world, they, yeah. think, they think that this guy over here is in that box, in that box they do, and that yeah. box and that box, whereas this is like, we're in our own fucking box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's yeah. quite cool. <laughs> and then it's, later on, they find out who it is. It's kind of cool. Apart from now, we've done a podcast and told everyone our secret identity. <laughs> no, that's what's cool. Yeah, no, that's what's cool. Yeah. But, but, I, think, but I, think, I think that's why um, I love the sessions with like Lou and Noah and all these people that, that you know, they have to put their belief in us. Hmm. You know, yeah, and, and we, we, thank, we, we can only thank them for that. It, you know, we've only got our experiences as, and our backgrounds and history, but you know, it's it's them that are stepping into the, the SideQuest yeah. world and going, right, let's do it. And, yeah. You know, Noah's a massive example of that. Yeah, yeah. And that track is super heavy. It's crazy, well. yeah, yeah. yeah. Love That's that one of the heaviest yeah. we've done. Yeah, it literally is, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was, it was it was so organic. It wasn't like let's do a heavy track. It was just again, it was this the sit round chat and that was the vibe of the day. I mean the fact that it's so short, I was like, it needs another thing. And we were like, Nope, that's no, perfect. Yeah, that's yeah. good. We were brave enough to even go Nope, two minutes off. Yeah. One minute fifty or something. <laughs> it's got <laughs> such a good breakdown in it. Like I'm so excited about that. You know, the whole like, doo, 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 oh, doo. Yeah. and Doug's got a bit of Universal vocals on it. Oh yeah, yeah, my vocals that, are that. on it. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you probably would, you would never know that it's and, me. And, and neither did the lawyers. Did a bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, it was a, it's a, I'm sure Noah will tell the story, but Doug, Doug had to take all of his incredible acting skills, as well as just his vocal performance to do what he did on that. It was yeah, I did some voice acting oh, okay. so that le so we could legally get away with uh, using some audio from right. somewhere else. And it was oh. so good. I mean, we're just telling the story now, but it was so yeah. good what Doug did that after we'd been told you got to change this bit, and then Doug did it like 
acting, they still sent back going, whoa, whoa, no. You sent the you wrong said file. You said you were going to do it. And we're like, we did. That's just how Fair it play. is. That's impressive. That is impressive. We, we even went back in the studio to send we them saw, the right we, file. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> this is dope. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> yeah, we saw it. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Oh, well, yeah. voiceover work now. I'd add yeah. to your, add that to your <laughs> list as well. No, I, honestly, I, I've, I've said that enough for you. Yeah, just seeing you guys so happy about doing this is, uh, is, is next level. And I really appreciate you uh, telling me all these secrets about SideQuest and everything. Um, <laughs> as we uh, start to um, wind down on this conversation, because you guys all do need to get ready for this last day of, uh, well, of yeah, tour, um, yeah, well, yeah. I, I wanted to ask um, just one uh, a quick question with songwriting and for you all. Is there a certain element within a song that is something that you take more pride in, whether it be like melody, hook, lyrics, feeling. Like when you go into this now, is there one thing you prefer to focus on and then the rest follows? Or is it just whatever happens and it's, it depends on who you're working with, what the song is, what the vibe is and, and all the rest? Good uh, question. I, I think I'm personally led by melody and feeling. Um, if a melody feels like something i haven't heard before usually in a chorus that that's sort of i think when i'm just messing around upstairs at the studio that'll be what i focus on uh you're really good at that as well though in the room sometimes you will just i notice sometimes you'll just kind of back away a bit from what's going on and then you'll hear something that we don't realize is even remotely good and go that's the best thing we've done all day. Right, right. And like, you, yeah. you, you almost pull out, you, you, you like pull out for a moment of writing and you almost go into a producer role for a second and you're able to like see what you've been involved in writing, but not like you wrote it. But also pick out right. melodies that we would never sing. Yeah. Yeah, I that's think that's a good like, thing you've th- Those are the songs, those are songs that I will hear that come on shuffle or something to give me like goosebumps that... I wasn't expecting a melody to do that or there's, there's, um, um, uh, what well, happened recently? There was a new Blink song, did it on the, the, their, um, uh, bonus. Um, it was a bonus song, I think, or like deluxe version on the new album, uh, called Lifeline, I think, or Cut Me Off, Cut Me Off. And the chorus does something that I would have never have okay. thought yeah. of that I was like, holy crap. And just had it on repeat for, for a few days. Um, and then, cause I think li- I'm a little bit weaker with lyrics. I'll know the feeling and the intent, but uh, that's where I'll need help. Like executing, I'll have like one line or something. And I know that it's, uh, uh, an angry song or a celebration of playing live music or, or something. And that's when I'm like, Steve, Danny, um, one of my favorite things is if somebody has a line, I think some, th- I, I, I think I'm, I'm just saying what I'm good at now, not my favorite thing. But I think I'm quite good. <laughs> if somebody says something very quickly, I get the next part and I, and I really love that because like, I, I love lyrics. And if somebody's got an idea, I can very quickly make it like, I don't want to say poetic because that sounds a bit like a dick, but poetic. Like, I no, can, no, that's true. That's true. Like, 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 I, like God of Rock and Roll is a good example that on um, Power to Play started with the feeling, really, we were messing around with a different idea and uh, was messing around with, with, with an organ and came up with the the ending first mm. and just those lines repeating like oh it's like a, a chant like and we started talking like oh yeah like going to a gig's like going to church like everyone's there uh, together celebrating music like how how amazing is that 
and then that's when you you took that bit that we that we wrote and then started riffing on like what the rest of the song should yeah, be yeah, and, and yeah and um and then you were coming up stairs that's a special memory with, with for me. lyrics like when D- danny's notorious for sneaking up and we were working really hard <laughs> and did you I mean you've, you've been to the studio yeah. so we were upstairs and we'd we'd been kind of going at it for a while we had the end part and we were just, what is the rest of this and we we're playing these chords and, and and like singing at each other like where would the chorus go it's really weird now I, I don't want to feel like I'm Paul McCartney and get back but like now we know the song <laughs> but like then we didn't know that it yeah. went the devil turned the left and we just hit on that bit and then you scared us to death coming up and made us forget it but you'd heard it and went I know what it is and then you kind of improved it but that was a perfect example well I thought it was something else yeah that's a perfect example of how these things happen you scared us we forgot it you thought it was something else which was bit better and that you went oh that's cool yeah. and then it didn't even change again from like Buzzy's kid thinking yeah. Buzzy's kid <laughs> Tom's <laughs> kid Tom's kid, Tom's kid thought it was like oh I thought it was something else and then yeah I, I don't again. know what that is because I, I, the lyric I, I wrote that lyric there was the devil turned the heavens to eleven and he sang hell yeah you yeah, and, yeah. and I was I was being all more like how I am a bit more like the devil turned the heavens but Buzz went the devil turned the level and that's so much more like yeah, oh, that makes more sense. Singable. Yeah. Whereas I was trying to be more like, yeah, the, well, the devil turned the heavens. Like, but that, like, that literally yeah. made it more like, um, um, got the word, like universal to like, a crowd singing it, which is what we were going to church. That was a whole yeah. thing. And I, yeah. That's, that's actually a good point, actually, with, with, with writing. It's like trying to get back into that mindset of uh, being a kid. It really again. is. And you're just playing and just having like, it's a fun weird with it. thing yeah. what we do. Yeah, I mean, make it. Small kids do. You just make sure. Yeah, and it's like, but we do that like as a thing where at the end of it, you and and just kind of coming full circle. My favorite thing on earth right now is the fact that every night I get to go on stage with you guys and play a song that is the first note and riff that I ever sat down with you guys. And we we get to do. You get to do the headbang that I first Mm. ever met you. Mm. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. Handy Stevie tells, like, go on there. And then he just sat going, okay. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was, nerve, it was <laughs> nerves as well. We get to repeat that every night. Yeah, and it's so... It's that's so, the reason I get headaches on stage, because after that, my neck... You know what, also, rude. I'm going to pull you up. I've noticed you've, you, you've reduced your about a headbang. It makes my neck. Because after that, I've got make. red. Uh, <laughs> you can't, you can't, oh, God. Yeah. Forever's not enough, and honey, I'm home. You can't, you can't handle uh, it. And in a row. Yeah, and trying to get into the crowd for red, I've seen it's been hard. Yeah, James, I've seen James trying to get you through those are some of those crowds yeah. imagine yeah last night and i think i did this right i didn't because i was trying to read your body language but i was told milk it more when i go off because it's going to be harder for you to get in the crowd yeah well to, but this is what i'm thinking of why don't we come up with an idea tonight it's last night last night at the tour why don't we come up with an idea of something, doing something different you know like you see these like why don't we go and buy like a blow up boat from argos, argos or something? <laughs> get in it that'd be cool I'm, totally down for you doing that <laughs> <laughs> should I just crowd surf tonight something different from I think the I like the boat you like the boat I like, yeah blow a boat from yeah. is there an Argos nearby um, probably and I, I, what I'm hoping is that you'll get sent to an area where there isn't anyone and you'll just collapse in the boat <laughs> your boat oh, will sink to be honest there's, de- there's definitely people everywhere what, just about, what about a paddleboard and I'm pretending to paddleboard <laughs> I think um, while singing red if you, if you want a different distraction I can go up and pretend to mime so yeah. they think someone's on the stage and then you're in the crowd. 
That's we could fucking David Blaine this shit. David Blaine. The prestige. I'm, I'm happy to. I should go up on the balcony tonight. Whatever. Yeah. Balcony be cool. Something different. I feel like since the last night, you know, everyone. Because what I've noticed is. They know now. They yeah. know where I'm going to go, and, they, and okay. all the boys and 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 that call me Mush, right? Mushy. So they start I still don't it, know why that. They start calling it the Mush Pit. Which the is Mush Pit, right here. But they, so they, so all like the hardcore fans know where I'm going to be, and I'm like, oh, I know where you're. I know why you're standing there. I think you should do the thing tonight in, if you can't get anything, which which we talked about me doing coming on to shine on, but I, I'm too scared to mess it up for you, but. Because I was going to come on on someone's shoulders from front of house <laughs> playing the riff. But I'm too scared to do yeah. it. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'll, I don't know. But you could maybe just do that. Go shoulders, be, appear on at the back I'm, of the room. On security on shoulders, on shoulders and just, just go round. Quite cool. But if you don't do it, I'll do it. Well, you do it and I'll do it. And I'll just be we'll like, I'll just all do it. <laughs> we, just, we just come up with an idea of something yeah. just fun for Red because I'm, I'm a free... I'm like you, you're rogue, free, you go rogue, 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 yeah, rogue. rogue Danny. But because it's the last night, like super rogue. Um, just while we're on an actual podcast that's getting recorded uh, <laughs> and going to be live, how do you feel about like end of tour stuff, like last song, like if it, the stage got invaded and stuff by the band, or is that like a no-no? Yeah, do it. Yeah, whatever. Because I don't know, because uh, it was mentioned well, last now, night. Well, now it's not an invasion, <laughs> yeah, is yeah, it? Yeah. It's, it? We know it's happening. <laughs> you don't know where we're coming from. Or how? You don't know if we'll be swinging yeah. down from there. <laughs> No, it's not actually anything planned. I, I just, you made me think now, like, here's the end of the tour, like, maybe something needs to happen. Maybe something needs to happen. Uh, <laughs> Look at the fear. Can we keep, can we keep, can we keep Arsenal yeah. up the tour? Um, this has gone too far. <laughs> no, my idea tonight, uh, every, every night I walk out to do their track, um, while Danny and Tom are doing All About You, the, the absolute comedy geniuses of Doug and Harry and James Torbadger always, as I walk down with the guitar, pumped to go, oh, did we not tell you? No, you're not on tonight. <laughs> Every night, I mean, it never gets old. But I was thinking tonight, that I just wouldn't old. Oh, God. Tonight, yeah, no, I, just, but... cause I, I just won't, I just won't turn up. And then, and and I then, start, and then and I start we'll the freak song. out. Yeah, I start the song as well. You liked my one the other night, didn't you? He just wanted to tell you about this. It wasn't good. What do you mean? You, 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 you never came up to me and congratulated me on that one. No, but it was also mean. Because I, I, I took it as like, oh, Danny's seen me and he's coming over during the so before I come on to go, come on, mate, let's have a good one. And he just mm. took a thing out of his pocket and it was his middle finger. I just thought it was yeah, a, a, a moment of being like, I was like, mate, Steve, Steve, quick, 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 there's some album. <laughs> this is all the Just get out of my pocket. God. Such deflation. I was, I was pumped ready to come on and then I was just hit hard with <laughs> Your music. face was panicking though. You looked and you were like, Yeah, because I thought like, you know, <laughs> you're notorious for, you know, having perfection on stage. I thought, some he's coming out to say something like, dude, you need to do this tonight because I've got this. And I'm like, what's he want? And Jimmy, our text next week going, What's he coming over for? Major world panic. That. Major world panic. Love it. You, know. um, you got to keep you on the toes on the, on the tour. Yeah, I guess. Sure, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Um, well, guys, thank you so much thank you. for taking thank the time. Thank you, dude. Love being on your podcast. I really appreciate um, you guys doing this, especially with Sean not being able to make it. And yeah, being send Elle, our best to Sean. We'll do. We'll do. Yeah. But um, yeah, guys, thank you so much. Uh, always, always appreciate your time. Always appreciate talking to you guys and super excited for the show tonight. So Thanks. thank Cheers, you very man. much. Thank you. So much. Much. Thank you. Yes! Woo! I love all of those people individually, including yourself, before you ask. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Thank you.
It's Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, it's Christmas. On behalf of me and my new best friends, you know, yeah, thank wow. you. Thank you very much. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I can't believe you're claiming that. That's awesome. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, you know, me and my um, side quest uh, writing buddies. <laughs> oh, I got an idea, side quest, if you listen to this. Give fucking Sean a bar. Let me come up and fucking write some songs to do. Some of the best blackout hooks came out of my head. I might not be a great singer, but fucking boy, can I fucking, <laughs> can I, can I write slash deal a ditty? Fucking hell. Check me out, man. Ooh, that would be, that would be fucking interesting. But no, honestly, I think this was one of the best, like, times in my professional life getting to sit down with these three and just shoot uh. shit about songwriting and everything. I think no, it was a really nice day. Really uh. nice day. It was just full of um, right, real yeah, right surreal on. moments as well. Oh, right I was getting yeah. you Best one day, days, Sean. It, yeah, right It was right it right one on. of... No, it was, Best it's, professional it's the day. Least, yeah. It's right the on, least favourite compared to the rest with you, obviously, you know. Digging right deeper. Yeah. Digging deeper. No, but it was just a lot of surreal moments for me. We mentioned being on the back of the drum kit and everything, but... Their team literally made me feel like I was part of the gang for that day. And it was you so You had a surreal. rider, didn't you? I had a home ride. Right. James Hill, love you to bits. Thank love you so James much. Hill. Love he James Hill. He gave me a crate of J2Os in this Can't dressing room. go for each? Yeah. <laughs> Do you take them outside and sell them? That's, well, that's, that's what the I thing. Done. I couldn't. I, and you're going to fucking have a go at me for this. I couldn't oh, open them. Because they had the screws on and I couldn't. I, could, oh, I didn't have a bottle opener. And. You use your teeth. So you, left, I, you left them here. You left, I them, left here. them in the fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I'm sure they So you bought them especially, right? That came out of <laughs> McFly's money, right? Danny Jones has literally gone out of his pocket. Here's a fucking tenner. Get Morgan some juices. And you've gone, there's no way I could possibly find a way to open these fucking bottles in this massive venue where they've also got a bar. There's nothing you can think of to do. <laughs> no. Apologies, guys. Apologies. <laughs> um... Listen, if you invite me to um, come and write some songs, don't get me J2O. You don't even need to get me J2O. And if you do, I'll fucking drink, I'll make a point of drinking it. <laughs> but as well as that, I mean, uh, Danny offered offered me catering as well. I felt like I was like... I thought you were going to say ketamine. <laughs> no, far from it. Do you know what? Uh, I'd love to see Danny Jones on ketamine. Oh, Jesus It'd be Christ. fucking brilliant. I love him. They then took me onto the stage where we had professional photos done, which you'll be able to see on the Instagram at Pod this week. Um, Unbelievable. I was on the drum kit. Danny's next to me chewing his guitar. I'm thinking, what the hell's going on here and everything. Really nice time. Really nice evening. Good luck. Yeah. Fast forward to the actual gig. I'm sure some of you might have seen this on my, uh, on my Instagram. There's a part during the set where they play their song Red and Danny goes into the crowd. He saw me on his walk, stopped, gave me the a massive hug, and it was just a really ah. funny moment. And our good friend and Patreon Emily Perry got it on film, so I posted that ah. of course. And I've had some yeah, really you do messages. look um, you do look Christmas happy in a, in that yeah. moment. Just it was lovely. lovely, full circle I moment again. Sad I wasn't there um, because I definitely probably would have spoiled that moment. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well I'm done. Whoa, I'm here. Wow, look what I get more. Oh, give me that game, <laughs> You can't see me, but I'm uh, poking my chest out and put my arm, arms behind me. Like I'm doing a Naruto run, technically. <laughs> Naruto run. Wow, what a quote. But no, it was lovely to see. It was lovely to see. And again, thank you very much to the McFly boys and Stephen Battelle and James Hill for looking after um, my previously not mentioned friend, Morgan Richard, who is actually my friend. So. Aww. 
Love you, Sean. Love you. Hey! <laughs> I think we can leave that in. I think we can leave that in. It's cool. a quote from Community. There we are. Uh, oh, there you go. Shout out to Emily and Mitch Perry for letting me stay with them. Shout out to James Hill again. Of course, Lost Alone will be touring across the UK on a headline run in March. You head over to their website to check the details and dates and get down to a show to get your face absolutely melted off with riffs and it's just nice to see all the side quest adventures um having their music now released the new noah finch track is going to be incredible that's going to be coming out on this debut album and there is a single from lou now you that you can go and listen and just embrace with everything so very nice time going on in the world of lost alone mcfly and side quest um i've just realized with emily perry and mitch perry being patreon members technically They've had they've had now one of the top tiers. So I think it was twenty grand and we will come and stay with you for a week. Mm. You had one of us for a night. Let's divide that by seven. Um <laughs> Oh god, quick math here. Yeah. Twenty uh, anyway. They owe us, I'm saying, tell you what, I'll do it for two grand, right? They owe us two <laughs> grand for letting you stay with them. Even though we've all been friends for years prior to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, very sorry to say, and it was absolutely lovely of them to look after you, but they do always two grand. So we will be coming around just on Christmas Eve to collect the money. Ah, uh, back the invoice in person. Uh, but speaking <laughs> of a wonderful Patreon community, if you head to the description of this episode and all episodes, there's loads of names there that we like to thank. But as always, Sean's going to give a mahoosive shout out to the elite members of patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Kylie Wheeler, Mayumi, Li- Mayumi, Mayumi. She changed it from Lee Way. Mayumi, Mayumi, Janelle Castan, Paul Hirschfield, Tony Michael, Scarlett Charton, Dilly Califagilistic, XBL Grimwood, Mitch Perry, Osus Agrand, Nathan Croshaw, Kelly Ewen, Emma Barber, TPSW Owens, Molly Malloy and James Bowerbank, Amy Louise, Kat Besant, Alexandra Pemblinton, Jonathan Gutierrez, Jenny Robinson, Amy Dawson, Murray Grimwood, Scott Jones, Stuart McNaught, Ellen Southfield, Carolyn Robinson, Stephen Aston, Kate Puttock, Jenny Munster, Louis Cook, Carl Pendlebury, James McNaught, Jason Aredia, John and Emma, Martina McManus, Danny Eaton, Sean Fines, Emma Evans-Roberts, Evan, Holly Amesbury, Emily Perry, Osas Grant, Kalila Keane, Adam King of the Gospel, Josh, what happened to the man who stole an advent calendar? He got 25 days crisp. Doesn't really make sense, does it? Um, thank you very much, Vicky. Kyle Bounty, chocolate fan, David Smith. Also, can I give a shout out to I Can't Die, Kyle's band, who got played by the lovely, lovely Alex Baker on Kerrang Radio the other day. It's nice to see things happening for that band. Check them out now. They've got an EP called Errors, which is class. And last by no means least, Connor Lewins and family. Thank you very much to everyone there. Everyone in the description. Anyone who's ever been part of the Patreon, thank you very much. If you're thinking about coming, becoming part of the Patreon, do it! Come on! What's wrong with you? Do it! That's uh, Donald Trump telling you to uh, do it. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash happening. We're all going to be doing a massive festive Zoom party on the 21st of December as well. So if you want to get involved, um, that was the best time to do it and the best way to support this podcast. But that's about it for this week. I've really enjoyed it. It's, again, being a personal favorite. It would have been better if Sean was there, but... This is why we can't have nice things, as you sing sometimes. Is it x.com forward slash happening now? 
Oh, I've God. never even used that. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. While Twitter still exists, at Happening Pod on Twitter while it still exists, <laughs> I don't think it's going to last much longer with that fucking maniac uh, in charge, but hey, whatever. He can afford to keep it going, but he won't, and he'll blame other people for not keeping it going. What a guy. What a fucking guy. He's, he's doing it for the sake of free speech, but he really needs you to pay him to keep it going. Weird, no? It's almost like it's not free. Anyway, Sapnin! Sapnin! <laughs> uh, I hope he's not fucking listening. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, Thank you very much.